sector and the taxi industry. Failing to act on our proposals will be a slap in all their faces. That is why we call on all parties represented here to join these sectors which form the foundation of our economy and the more than 130,000 people who have signed our petition to support our proposals to reduce the price. Let's stop feeding the beast of ANC corruption with unaffordable fuel taxes. Slash fuel prices now. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Uh, Honorable Lozipo. Thank you, Honorable Deputy Speaker. The ANC government, I'm not sure whether I should say ANC government, because I was told that it's a government of the people, which means the government of the ANC is a government of the people. The ANC government is faced with daunting challenges, complex, but at the same time, very much demanding in dealing with the current oil price shock. And therefore, the debate on fuel price hike is certainly important, not because the Honorable Member, Honorable Milam, has called for it, but due to its importance for the poor motorists, the household, as well as small enterprises who face serious hardship in the daily increase in cost during this difficult period. I must say, Honorable Speaker, it is important just to borrow from Thomas Sowell, a liberal American economist, who says, I quote, politics is the art of making your selfish desires seemed to be national interest, close quote. It is quite important that when we deal with a sensitive matter and a serious matter of this nature, we also try and not use it as a matter of a political football. But thanks to Honorable Mylem, because I believe it's genuine with what is presented to the House. Honorable Speaker, it is very important that when we deal with this, we start from the premise that I'm not sure whether we're not offside. The Committee on Mineral Resources and Energy started engaging on this matter as early as April 14, 2021, on a briefing by the Automobile Association of South Africa as well as the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy. Having done consultation with most of the stakeholders, informed by the fact that by virtue of being members of parliament, it does not grant us an authority of possessing natural wisdom to the challenges facing our communities and our people. It is therefore on those basis that we wanted to ensure that every process that we go through, it is a process that is consultative enough that stakeholders will be able to make ownership. It was therefore the report adopted 
on the 10th of April. As, as, as of the 7th of June, the committee started to work on action plans, including consultations and meetings with the Portfolio Committee on Finance. Simple because the issue of fuel prices, it must be understood in the context that it has got overlapping mandates. It affects transport, it also based on price de- on tax determination by the national treasury. So I think it's important that we start from that point. I must use this platform for a good and a necessary lobby that will request that the, the report of the portfolio committee by the NAPC be prioritized so that it can find its way through to this house including its observations and recommendations be debated as a platform that I would say it addresses the need for every party to feel that it has has made a contribution. I think that is the first point that one would want to start on. But one of the things that for me is important is that the issue of the petrol hikes cannot be associated with one solution. Otherwise, so this is useful for so long. <clears throat> so it's important to understand that there are many solutions that can be found. Amongst those, the Portfolio Committee has made particular recommendations, and I don't think they are far from what uh, most of us may agree. One of those is moving rather, not, rather than scrapping the road accident fund from the fuel price, either like the Minister of Finance had said, that it should form part of social security or form part of social insurance, or it be moved to the Department of Transport. They needed to review the 15% premium on freight, which was introduced in the fuel price to minimize the risk for the, the risk that was made for the apartheid government. Thirdly, increasing the import share of oil and petroleum products from other African countries in order to minimize shipping costs. Implementing those recommendations will therefore allow South Africa, South Africans for all walk of life to feel that they are able to mitigate against the fuel, the fuel hikes. Honorable Deputy Speaker, we must deal with the issue of fuel hikes as a collective, not spontaneously. For an example, what Honorable Mailem has proposed as measure that the ANC government should implement to reduce the burden of fuel eyes on consumers, since he is convinced that the ANC government is unenterprising and not promising, and thus it should be assisted. But South African citizens should become wary of people's calls which emerged from the Milton Friedman's Economic 101 cost textbook that deregulation and competition will provide cheaper petroleum in South Africa. <clears throat> South Africa is a net importer of oil and refined petroleum product, and, that's, and therefore as a country is susceptible to boom-bust cycles in the market in which price determination and price outcome are sensitive not only to developments on supply and demand, but also to economic and political shocks. 
and therefore added to this is the shipping and insurance costs, which are marketed, which are which are market related. What is worth pointing out is that South Africa does not have any bargaining power to influence price determination and price outcome at an international refining centers. The truth of the matter is that we are not price determiners. We are price takers as far as the international markets are concerned. Therefore, the process, therefore, we should as we should not assume that there is a competitive bidding tender process where the discounting of prices occurs occurs at international refining centers. The country's basic fuel price uses an import parity methodology, which currently takes into account the most obvious fact that the conflict that the conflict in Ukraine fuels the supply disruption and continues to strengthen the value of the US dollar relative to the South African rands. It is quite important, therefore, that we also acknowledge that the national the government has introduced the temporary relief on the fuel levy, which is currently amounts to 150 per liter to minimize the burden of the fuel price hikes to the South African consumers. I know some will say it is not enough, and we may all agree that it is not enough, but it is necessary for the benefit and to mitigate against the fuel hikes. It is important to ensure that the issue of the fuel hikes is also exacerbated by the fact that South African motorists are the ones that are always on the, on the receiving end because the South African economy at large have minimal flexibility in minimizing their dependence on oil refined products like petrol and diesel in the consumption market. It's important also to note that there are many other alternative sources that can be considered, including biomass fuel, which it is something that the CSIR has also raised as a point for consideration. Honorable Speaker, the oil industry is a capital-intensive, low-margin industry driven by high-volume sales for economies of scale. In our country, whose market demand is almost equivalent to the Los Angeles areas, it is not possible to deregulate the market and ensure competition in the normal sense, as is the case with large-volume economies like the USA. And therefore, it is important that when we make such consideration, we must be able to ensure that we carry all that is necessary. Lastly, on this matter, Chair, we are request that uh, 